Hello and welcome to Zen Meditation Cafe, a podcast dedicated to bringing you a cup of Zen. This is your host, Cristiano Potamianos. I'm a meditation facilitator and a registered massage therapist, owner of the Zen Massage here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. In our episode today, we are going to see how our minds act like a Snapchat filter. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. The title of our episode today is a little bit curious. What do I mean when I say that the mind acts like a Snapchat filter? Well, if you're familiar with that uh, Snapchat app and uh, the many filters that you can add to your um, camera, you can see somebody with boggly eyes or um, uh, horns or even uh, put stars and different colors um, in the background. Anyway, there are many artistic like overlays that um, you can add to your image, to the camera. So basically what it does, it takes the impartiality of the camera and adds dimensions, colors, so that image is not impartial anymore. It is now configured to look like what you want it to look like. And that has a lot to do with the way the mind operates. When we keep practicing dhyana, especially like um, the way we practice in our previous episode, when you simply allow existence to manifest itself the way it naturally does without interference, we start noticing that Existence and reality are actually two different things. Existence is all-encompassing and impartial, whereas reality has to do with the way the mind perceives existence. So in order to illustrate that, let's use an example. Let's suppose that you and I go to the movie theater to watch any given movie. And then, after two hours... You come out, we come out of the movie theater and uh, you say, wow, what a movie. I loved everything about it. Like the story was fantastic. I liked the action scenes and uh, I didn't even see those two hours pass. It was so entertaining. And I look at you and say, uh, what? I hated the movie. I thought the acting was lame and uh, plot was dough and uh, that was the I kind of felt that it was the two longest hours of my life how many times have we experienced that we like something and someone else doesn't or vice versa someone else likes something so much and we are like mm, no not really so that goes to prove that we both experienced the same situation we were sitting in a movie theater watching the same movie However, our minds, the filter of our minds, uh, connected with that in a different way. For you, the experience was pleasant, based on the mental marks that you carry, based on the mental frames in which you have been operating with. But mine, 
my mind chose to see that that based on my mental marks, based on the mental frames that I operate with, that that was an unpleasant situation. So whether the movie was good or not, that is entirely subjective. Because even though we have been both experienced the same thing, the mental frames through which we operate are different. So the mental filters that we operate with are different. Now, when we practice dhyana, like we practiced the last episode, we start seeing this operation of the mind. We start realizing that our perception of reality, of existence, is not impartial. When we perceive objects and sounds and tactile sensations, tastes and smells, our senses are actually not impartial to what they are experiencing. Rather, it is the mental frame through which we operate that designates how those objects of perception are actually going to be perceived. How many times we were listening to music and uh, at a certain volume and um, for some people they think it's too loud or too quiet and we think it's either too loud or too quiet. Our perceptions are not the same. Even though the number in, on the volume of the screen, of the television, of, or, or whatever device you're using, is the same, for some people it's too loud, for some people it's too quiet. So that kind of falls into the same example that we have been talking about. The filters that we carry in our minds constitute the mental frames through which we see the world and how we see ourselves in this world and how we operate in this world, how we see others, how we see our actions and how we see other people's actions. They are all intermediated by these mental filters these that constitute the mental frames that we end up operating and that itself is a great realization. It is a great realization when we see that um, the perception of our senses are not impartial. And we actually start seeing that the mental frames, our thoughts, our mental marks that have been with us since forever have been dictating how our lives are going. And... When I say dictating how our lives are going, I also would like to bring the automatic reactions that we have towards life. And these also help to dictate the emotions that get triggered when some certain situations arise. And this contemplation is important because this brings to the, the realization that we have been living our lives on an automatic pilot, just following impulses. When we come to this conclusion, we start seeing that in very little situations in life, we actually exercised freedom. In most of the situations in our lives that we had to make choices that impact ourselves and others, we were not making choices out of freedom, but out of following the impulses 
from the mental frames through which we have been operating. So this realization itself is a great liberation, is a great first step towards getting out of these mental frames. And not only getting out of these mental frames, but getting out of the afflicting emotions that these mental frames produce. Therefore, when we stop and we start witnessing existence the way we practiced last time, when we practice dhyana, we start identifying these mental frames. We see that when we stop responding to the stimuli of the world through the physical senses, and when we stop responding to the thoughts that arise in our minds, and we simply witness them, little by little we start disobeying these impulses of the mind. And this disobedience is important because these will start breaking the habits, the mental habits that have been dictating our outlook on life and how we have been responding or reacting to it. And the more we start recognizing those things, those filters, we start disidentifying with them. We start getting in tune with existence itself, with impartiality. And when we tap into that synchrony with existence, all of a sudden we start seeing ourselves beyond the body and mind complex. And the things that used to cause fear and threaten this body-mind complex. And immediately, a sense of security, of happiness and joy that is independent from causalities starts arising in us. Also, a sense of fearlessness and a sense of curiosity towards the unknown. So when we get to that point, Inevitably, we start asking ourselves, who am I? And this question, in turn, start opening different doors of perception within us, a broader doors of perception. So this concludes our third episode. I hope you have enjoyed and I hope these contemplations have aided your meditation. Once again, if you have questions or if you'd like to comment, our email is zenmeditationcafe at gmail.com. Send us an email, ask us about our in-person meetings and we'll go from there. Stay healthy, stay safe. Insane.